Alright, the timing of me recording this episode is a little bit weird for a couple reasons. First of all, it's like 10 o'clock at night. It's like bedtime. But I just couldn't get to it earlier and I had to get to it today because this is my thoughts and discussion on the first round of competition on Kingdom Legendary War, which, by the way, amazing. Can I just say that? Like, amazing so far. Everyone, every single group, every single performance has been amazing. So, spoiler alert, like, that's already how I feel. But, um, the other kind of interesting thing is I have already seen all of the uh, performances for the second round of competition as well, and also the um, expert evaluation for and like the self evaluation for the second round of competition. So I did just before this kind of rewatch all the performances from the first round of competition so that I could have them more fresh in my mind as I kind of talk about them, which is going to feel a little bit weird, especially like without the visuals. But I mainly want to talk about like kind of my ranking and how I feel about the groups in general and like what my journey has been like so far with um, with Kingdom. So first of all, um, I I love all of the groups. I already loved all the groups that were on Kingdom. Um, I just want to kind of talk about each group individually a little bit. Um, let's go earliest debut to latest debut. Why don't we? Um, so B2B, I'm not super, super familiar with a lot of their stuff, but I have heard several of their title tracks. And I do really like their music that I've heard. Um, obviously, well, okay, it's not obvious if you're not me, but... Um, I got familiar with Sungjae through watching Goblin, so that was fun. Um, I think Sungjae might be, might be my bias, but I'm not sure. And also it's a little weird because they only have four of the members actually participating in Kingdom, which honestly, it feels a little weird and it might also give them a slight disadvantage because they have a lot fewer people than all the other groups. Um, but I do um, really like, I really like them, and I like, I'm at, I'm at this point where I like kind of barely know all the members. Like, now I know all the members that are participating um, actually in Kingdom, um, and I know Sungjae, obviously, but yeah. So that's B2B. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure next would be Icon. Um, I have watched all of Icon's MVs, and I like their MVs and their songs and everything, um, but I've, I never, like, got super into them, and I actually never learned all the members, but I was, like, I had seen enough to be, like, I'm pretty sure that Junie is my bias, so I knew, like, I knew Bobby, and I knew Junie, so, like, I knew some of the members, but actually, um, I was able to learn all of the members of Icon, and at this point, oh, sorry, <laughs> I smacked my desk. Um, at this point, I still barely know the members of Icon, 
like I almost couldn't even name them all but like I do feel like I know them all like at least by face and name so that's kind of cool that that happened um they were never like my favorite group but I do really like their stuff um next would be SF9 now SF9 to me is a very very interesting group um like for me personally case study wise like I don't know because SF9 is actually fun fact the only K-pop group the only K-pop artist at all like well it depends on your definition of K-pop artist but they're like the only they're the only K-pop group that I have actually like been in the same room with and seen in person and it was actually a total accident it was at KCON 2017 LA and um, I paid I didn't pay for the concerts because I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to the concerts anyway and there weren't like enough groups that I liked performing when I could go so um, I didn't go I didn't pay for the concerts but I did pay for like the I think it was called Club KCON or whatever where they basically played a bunch of like k-pop songs and music videos like super loud and giant it was like a big dance party it was kind of fun but um well it was it was pretty fun um the but they had a couple of like special guests and mostly they were like cover dance teams or like um more like americans who were like connected to k-pop in some way but they actually did have SF9 come on. And so I, I'm still in the process of trying to, because I've been thinking about this situation a lot, especially with SF9 being on Kingdom, but I've been trying to find, I filmed it. I know I filmed it, but I like have a different phone now. And so I'm like not sure where the video is or if I still have it. So I'm still trying to find it. Hopefully I find it eventually, but that's kind of that's a fun story, fun fact about SF9 is that they were the only, so like I didn't even know they were going to be special guests and then I didn't know that one of the groups that was at KCON was going to be one of the special guests and like there are a couple groups that would have been more exciting because there were a couple of groups there that actually knew all the members and really, really liked, like GOT7 was there and I think Astro was there maybe 17, but I didn't know 17 that well at that point. But anyway, there were like a couple other groups that would have been more exciting for me, but like it was still really exciting to like be able to see a K-pop group in person. So that was cool. And ever since that happened, I was like, okay, well, I love their music already. And now I've seen them in person. So I have to learn the members so that I can like stand them. And it's taken me so long and I feel so bad about it. But like, to be honest, they're not like one of my favorite groups, which is why it took me so long to actually get around to learning all the members. And Kingdom is what finally helped me do that. So along with Icon, SF9 is also another group that I learned all of the members finally through Kingdom, which I'm so grateful about because... Like I said, I've been trying to do that for years and I just have never gotten to it because there's so many other groups. So, yeah, that's SF9. Um, I think the next debut, the 
the others all debuted in 2018, I think. So I think, I think the boys debuted first. Um, again, I like kind of knew most of the members of the boys before I started watching Kingdom, but Kingdom is what helped me to really solidify it. And now I know all of the members of the boys and I've been watching so much the boys content. It's like not even funny, but I am loving it. And I think, I don't want to say that the boys is one of my all-time favorite groups right now because, well, before I tried to like have a favorite group and for a long time it was Got7 and then I was like, oh, it's Stray Kids, but I'm trying not to admit it because I'm loyal to Got7 and like it's, I'm just realizing that it's a tier and right now there are four groups on that tier. Um, Just for reference, Got7, Stray Kids, 17 and One Us are on that tier um, one us recently entered that tier. And so now like I know the members of the boys and I'm really, really loving like them as people and their music and everything. And so I'm not sure if they're on like that top tier or if they're on like my second favorites, like that tier, but only time will tell. Um, I do really, really love the boys though. And I love like all their music and all their, I haven't watched their all their performances on, I don't think I've watched any of their performances actually from Road to Kingdom. I know that they won. Um, so I would like to watch all of their Road to Kingdom performances at some point and maybe I'll make a podcast episode talking about that. But for now, I have not seen them on Road to Kingdom, but I am really liking their their performances on kingdom and well i'll talk more about that when i get into the ranking but so that's the boys um oh and i forgot to say um i kind of talked about my b2b bias i basically don't know who it is it might be someday but i'm not sure um my and then my icon bias is probably juni but probably juni bias record jinhan but Again, like, I barely know the members, and so I can't really say, like, who my bias is at this point. And then SF9, again, I'm in a similar situation where I can't really say who my bias is because I don't know them that well. But before I knew the members, I always said that my bias was Rowan, which might still be true, but it might be Insong. I'm not really sure. And then my The Boys bias is Q, and it has been Q forever. It has been Q since I knew two members of The Boys. Like, and at that point, I was like, I can't really say if my bias is really Q or not because I don't know all the members. But now I know all the members, and I'm like, yeah, it's still Q. But, like, I love all of the members. And almost all of them have been in the running for at least my bias record. But I mean, Q is still my bias. And kind of surprisingly enough, okay, this is this is going to end up being just me talking about all of the groups that are on Kingdom, which is fine because hopefully the, the kind of evaluation and ranking part of it won't take too, too long. But um, <laughs> where was I even? I was talking about the boys. Oh, so... The first, I don't even know who the first, I mean, I, I've looked up the members of the boys a few times in the past 
couple years. Um, and I, from just from like watching their music videos, Q really stood out to me. So I was like, okay, Q is my bias. Um, especially in No Air, which is, I believe, my favorite The Boys title track. Like even to this day, even with their new stuff, No Air is still my favorite. Um, and then I think the the next really the first exposure to actually the members, like any of the members of the boys was um on was it on K-pop Debak? Yeah, it was on K-pop Debak. And they each they each had an individual episode and then they had an an episode all together with the English speaking members of the boys. So that's um Jacob, Kevin and Eric and I really loved all of them on that. And I watched Eric's episode and I was like, is Eric my the boys bias now? Like what? But then I'm like, okay, like Q is still my bias, but it's it's a little difficult for me to not be bias wrecked by English speaking members because it's easier to relate to them a lot of the times because I can actually understand what they're saying. And a lot of the times we have more similar like background and experiences but it was really fun to watch those episodes they're all super like funny and sweet and just beautiful people and so with that I and then like I had moments where I was like maybe like Jacob is my bias wrecker or my bias I'm not sure because Jacob is just so sweet but then I think in the last few days, like after I learned all the members, I didn't really expect this to happen because I loved all of the English speaking line from my exposure to them. But I didn't really see Kevin being like bias or bias wrecker level. I was like, oh, I love Kevin, but you know, he's, he's probably going to fall somewhere in the middle in terms of like my favorites, like my favorite members of the boys. But I'm pretty sure at this point that he's my bias wrecker. So I'm like, I don't know how that happened, but I'm pretty sure that Q is my bias and Kevin is my bias wrecker. And it's a little bit weird because I did not expect it, but it's fine. We're going to go with it. So (laughs) that's the boys. Uh, Did I talk about the boys enough? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Um, And I don't think I've talked about the boys like at all. I haven't talked about a lot of these groups like, you know, on my first podcast and stuff because a lot of these groups are groups that I didn't really know that well. But obviously I love the boys now. I know the boys pretty well now and they are just beautiful and they do beautiful performances and I I just love them. And Q's my bias and Kevin's my bias wrecker. So there's that. And then we've got Stray Kids. And pretty anyone who has ever heard me talk pretty much in the last like two years knows how I feel about Stray Kids. Um, I love them a lot as people, as performers, as artists. Like, I cannot express how much I love them. And especially Bangtan. Bangtan is my bias. And Sigmund was my bias wrecker, but now Hyunjin is my bias wrecker, which is a little sad that he's not on Kingdom, but it is what it is. So we're 
we're going with it. Um, and yeah, I just love Stray Kids so much. I've been watching them since pre-debut. I didn't watch the survival show until probably a year after it was aired, but I did watch the survival show and man, was it intense. Um, (laughs) but I just, I just love them. And I think they're so creative and so talented. And so like, I love that they like write their own music and they've been writing their own music for a long time. And I've said it before, but Bangtan is going to be the next CEO of JYP. Like, I just feel it. So, anywho, that is Stray Kids. They're one of my favorite groups of all time. And I love them a lot. All right. So, the Magne group, not the Magne member, because IN is the Magne, like the youngest of all of the people on Kingdom. But the the youngest group, I guess, overall, or like the the one that debuted last is ATs, which is kind of interesting. We'll get into that later. But ATs, I love ATs. I have, you know, started watching them from their debut and I've like seen all of their music videos and listened to most, if not all, I'm pretty sure I've listened to all, but at least most of their B-sides as well. I know all the members, I've known all the members for a while, um, and pretty early on, and it's, this has, pretty early on this happened and it stayed this way, Hongjung is my bias and Jongho is my bias wrecker, so that's the facts. That's how it is. So now that I've spent 20 minutes almost talking about all of the groups on Kingdom, let's actually talk about the first round. Um, oh, I should have watched the, or re-watched the, like, introduction performances or whatever. Um, man, at this point, I literally, like, don't even remember those, which is kind of sad. I know that I love them. But it's interesting because you see those and, like, you love the performances and they're amazing. But then, of course, from that point, like, whoever got first in that is is working really hard to keep that. And whoever ranked lower is trying to, like, everyone's trying to one-up themselves and to one-up everyone else. And so everyone, like, keeps doing more impressive and better performances as as it goes on and now everyone's done like three performances and they just keep getting better but so I I don't remember the like intro performances too well but I will go back and watch those because I will always go back and watch all of these performances because they're so amazing and they deserve to be watched like eight million times by each person on the planet so um but the first round of competition was, oh my gosh, like so intense, of course. Um, I I think the ranking was pretty interesting. Um, I actually I did some kind of analy- analytics on it a little bit. But for those of you who did not watch it or forgot... 
I will just recap um, and spoiler alert for those who have not watched it. I don't know why you're even listening to this if you have not watched it. Just kidding. You can listen to it. Um, but the expert evaluation, the ranking was Icon in sixth, B2B fifth, SF9 fourth, The Boys third, Stray Kids second, and AT's first. And then the like self evaluation. From like the other teams. SF9 was sixth, Icon was fifth, The Boys was fourth, Stray Kids was third, B2B was second, and ATs was first. So that's two first place for ATs. And then um, I think it was last week, I guess, they revealed the um, like the uh, ranking for the in terms of like views and so that one was sf96 the boys fifth b2b fourth at's third icon second and stray kids first which honestly i'm very proud of stray kids and i'm kind of not surprised that they got first place in that because they are a really popular group and they are from a big company so not too surprised um and stay is a force to be reckoned with. Speaking as a stay, yeah, we're a force to be reckoned with. And then the global evaluation, which I'm pretty sure is like the voting that happened. The boys was sixth, which hurt my heart so much because, yes, maybe I'm biased because I recently got into them, so I really love them, and they performed a version of my favorite song of theirs but I was just so hurt that they were in sixth place and I'll get more into that later but so the boys were in sixth AT's fifth B2B fourth Icon third SF9 second and Stray Kids first so I was a little like it's so interesting to see how different the global evaluation was from the like expert evaluation which to be fair I feel like the global evaluation is probably a little bit more of a popularity contest, whereas the expert evaluation is a little more of, I mean, maybe it's a little bit like, oh, I like this group more, or, oh, I I personally liked this performance, but it is, like, people who have experience and expertise more judging based off of, okay, how well did they actually do? So... I mean, I take I take that one more into consideration, which is interesting because now we'll get into my ranking. So then after I wrote all that down and I was like, hmm, this is very interesting. I did two things. Well, kind of three. I did my own ranking and I tried to be as impartial as possible because I know I already talked about this. Some of the groups like one of my favorite groups of all time is in here. And there's a group that I recently got really, really into that's in here and a group that I really like. And then there's like some groups that I don't know as well. And so, yes, there may be a little bit of bias, but I did try to be as impartial as possible and just look at the performance itself and like, you know, how entertaining was the choreography? Um, how creative was the storyline and the choreography? And like, I'm not an expert, but just like based on my personal opinion, this is how I ranked the um, groups. 
specifically from like honestly it was it was nothing about um how experienced they how much experience they have or how their first performance went or how much I like them I tried to go based solely off of um how well I think they did and how good I think their performance was for that first round of competition so my ranking was actually spoiler alert a little more similar to the expert evaluation but um actually was pretty similar to (laughs) expert evaluation so my ranking sixth place b2b again like i didn't their performance was great i just felt like it was kind of a little bit all over the place and there were a couple of times where they were like trying to be impressive with their vocals but that maybe like they had to hold them back a little bit um i don't well not really i can't be critical of things like that but um it was it was very good and and like impressive but i feel like they just i feel like they felt like they didn't have a lot to show and so they were like, oh, Minhyuk, you can do some cool stuff. So they just had him do some impressive things in the middle of the performance, kind of out of nowhere. And then they just like did their thing. But then like they had one part where they had like a group dance. But honestly, it wasn't that impressive of a dance, um, especially like compared to the other groups. So I did like how B2B kind of had that more traditional spin to it, um, especially in the beginning. But, I mean, overall, that's kind of how I felt about their performance and why I ranked them sixth. Sorry. Like I said, they were all really good. So being sixth is, like, not that. Like, it's not put down at all on anyone and I hope that they all know that and I think that they kind of realize that because they all talk about how like the competition is really good and everything so that's my sixth place um from the first round of competition and then I ranked Icon fifth um they I mean honestly they used the two songs that are like my two favorite icon songs and probably a lot of people's two favorite icon songs. And I do think it was creative. I liked how they like, um, had that kind of musical theater type vibe to it and how they like switched it up with the song change in the middle. Um, and it was fun, which is very icon, but I feel like, kingdom is it like don't get me wrong i think that's great i think they should never lose that um and they did have some cool like choreography and and performance aspects as well but i think they like just still had i mean they had that kind of party thing at the end of Juketa, um at the end of killing me so I, I think that was a little out of place specifically, but just in general, like the icon vibe is not, I think it's not exactly the kind of thing that should be on Kingdom. And like, if they can find a way to like 
still have that vibe, but in a more kingdom type way, I will be very impressed. But I think, I think there, there are other strengths that they could play off of even more to, cause I think that that last part just kind of took away from the overall performance in my opinion. And they did have kind of a, I feel like the, the Saranga Hitta, the, oh my gosh, what is the love scenario? <laughs> Um, the love scenario kind of musical theater vibe kind of also had that kind of a vibe, but that, it was more, it was less out of place there. So I did really like their performance and I liked their song choice and I liked that they, um, kind of combined the two songs and I really loved the performance overall. I think it could have, it could have used a little bit more for me personally. So that's why I put Icon at fifth. And then, just like the expert evaluation, I also put SF9 at fourth. Um, what to say about SF9's performance? It was, it was, it, it packed a punch and it was intense. They had a lot of really awesome and cool, but simple, like, effects, especially with that two-way mirror. Like, that was really cool. Um, but I mean, I wasn't really sure of the storyline and they had some awesome group performances. Um, I could have, I could have used a little more from the like group choreography, but it was still, it was amazing. Um, and they had, you know, good live vocals and, and good acting and, um, it was just really good overall. Um, so that's SF9 at number four in my ranking for the first round of competition. And then it was so difficult for me to rank the top three because for one thing, they were all amazing. Like there was a big difference, not a big, big difference, but there was a clear difference between like the top three and the bottom three, which is why like it makes sense that my top three are the same as the expert evaluation top three and my bottom three are the same as the expert evaluation bottom three so in my mind there's kind of there was kind of that um clear distinction so ranking the top three was really hard i had to go back and watch the performances again and again um but in third place i actually put stray kids so if that doesn't tell you that I tried to make this as unbiased as possible, I don't know what will. Honestly, I was going to put them first in the beginning. Um, and then I was like, well, I mean, the experts and the teams both put ATs at first, so I should probably put ATs first. I also didn't want to just blindly put ATs first either. Um, but I, as I watched the performances, I watched all three of them. And I was like, well, you know what? Stray Kids' performance was amazing, but I also heard some of the comments that the expert evaluators made about it, about the set being maybe too complicated and maybe breaking things up a little too much. And I understood that, um, even though it was still really cool. So those kinds of things, along with the fact that I think the boys and 80s had even more 
like amazing and creative stuff. Um, those are kind of the reasons I put Stray Kids up at third. Stray Kids also did a mashup of two songs, which I thought was kind of cool. And I, I think it was interesting, the two songs that they chose. And I thought it was so cool that it went from like kind of this this imagery of of being controlled by this like dark power whatever it is you know whether it's like fear or um or anxiety or um image or whatever it is like that that feels like it's controlling you and then by the end they were controlling it and saying this is our flavor with god's menu and it was also of course as always with stray kids it was very intense and packed a punch and i really liked that so and the set was amazing like the set design was so cool it was maybe a little bit much but it was amazing and the performance was amazing and i love stray kids of course so that's why i put stray kids at number three and then at number two i put the boys i put the boys at number two i did almost put them at number one because well did i almost put them at number one? i don't know I, I had such a hard time with the top three that i don't remember i probably thought of doing every combination at some point but this is what I landed on so the boys I put at number two first of all like I said they did a rendition of my favorite the boys song no air which I thought was amazing and I loved that they tried to focus more on showing an emotional performance and like the acting over the I don't want to say over like the intensity or the um, shock value of the performance because they still had really creative, really shocking, really awesome performances. But I liked that they were really stressing the idea of, okay, no air is about like not being able to breathe. So we want to really show that through our performance, whether it be through the choreography or the uh, props or whatever. And they showed that in a lot of ways. And like that desperation, um, really came through. And I thought that was really impressive. And like I said, it was so creative and I just, it just kind of took my breath away. <laughs> kind of ironically, I guess. So yeah, that was the boys at number two. And then, of course, I put ATs at number one. And like I said, I didn't want to just blindly put them at number one because they were at number one for the expert evaluation and the self-evaluation. But I also wanted to, you know, take that into consideration and be like, oh, well, a bunch of people thought they had the best performance, so I'm going to really look at it. And I honestly... I was like, when I was watching each performance, since they were all so good, I was kind of looking for things that maybe they messed up on or maybe I didn't like as much or I didn't think were as strong. And I pretty much found nothing. 
in ATS's performance from that first round of competition. Um, I mean, of course, if you look hard enough, you can always find little things to scrutinize. But honestly, it was creative. It was captivating. It was it had a like a clear storyline, which I really liked. And I mean, it was based off of something that a lot of people know and love, which is Pirates of the Caribbean, basically. And their performance was great. All of their styling was great. And I love that they are able to do such strong choreography and still hold their vocals to this high standard. And honestly, this isn't the only thing, but I think mainly what put it over the edge above the boys for me was that that Jungho high note. Man, Jungho can sing and he's got such a powerful voice and I love it. And I mean, they knew what they were doing. Like if you watch the episode, they're like, we have a secret weapon and it's Jungho's high note. And so they really played to that. And I mean, you could you could tell that he was really belting out there at the end, but it still was like in tune and sounded really good. And it was just so powerful. And I feel like each member had their time in the spotlight and had their own powerful moment. And so that was really, really cool. Like, of course, the other groups, they like all the members took their turn, like being in the center or singing or whatever. But I feel like with ATS's performance, each member just really had a time where they really were shining. And so that was really cool to see. Um, do I have anything else to say about that performance? I don't think so. I mean, it was it was just really great captivating from beginning to end i really liked the dance break at the end um i liked that they that's one that they combined it with i think they yeah they combined it with with a um a well-known classical piece and i thought that was really really awesome as well i also love classical music and so when you can combine the two genres and have it actually mesh well which I think worked really well with the theme that they were going for. It was just so enjoyable to watch and so just intensely amazing. And yeah, so that's why I put them in first place for that performance. Um, yeah. The more I talk about this ranking, the more I feel good about it. So... Then what I did, because I am really into, like, math and analytics, is I kind of came up with an average. So basically what I did is I came up with an average for, like, the actual legit evaluations, which were those four, the expert evaluation, the self-evaluation, the ranking for views, and the global evaluation. And I took, and I basically took the average ranking of each one. And so with the average, then it's like whoever is the lowest number is in first place. And then, you know, whoever has the highest number is in last place. And so with that, um, if you do that, then Stray Kids is actually in first place. 
because they were in the top three for all four evaluations, which was amazing, of course, and I love them. And I'm like, you know what? I'm cool that they're in first place. Um, and then, why am I first to last? It doesn't matter. Second place was 80s. So Stray Kids had an average of 1.75 1, 1. for the ranking. 80s had an average of 2.5. So they would be in second place overall. Um, B2B had a ranking, had an average ranking of 3.75, so they were in third place overall. And then Icon actually had a, um, an average ranking of four, because they were in sixth, fifth, second, and third, yeah. So they're in fourth place overall for that first round. And then the boys in SF9 actually tied for last place um, with a average of 4.5 for the ranking. So that's the average ranking overall if you take those four into consideration. But then that was not enough for me. I had to go and I added my own ranking to it. And with my own ranking, Stray Kids is still in first with an average ranking of two. And then ATs is still second with an average rating ranking of 2.2. The boys is third with an average ranking of four. And then B2B and Icon are tied for fourth with an average ranking of 4.2. And SF9 is in last place with an average ranking of 4.4. So as you can see with all of the different evaluations, it's a tight competition and all of the teams are doing really awesome. I, I want to say there's a clear top three and bottom three, but I mean, the global evaluation didn't really show that, but it could have been, you know, it's, you never know with the global evaluation because it's a popularity contest partially, probably mostly actually. I tried, so I voted for the second round and I tried to not make it about that. I tried to just be, okay, which were the ones I thought were the best. And there's also, it could be, because they vote after they see the self-evaluation and the professional, like expert evaluation, and so there might be some people who voted for groups that ranked lower because they really liked those groups and felt bad for them. So there's a lot of things to take into consideration with the rankings. But, I mean, it's pretty clear that overall, ATs and Stray Kids for that first round of competition were the front runners, which is very exciting for me to see. And it was very interesting for, I mean, first of all, ATs is, actually, ATs and Stray Kids are the two youngest teams on Kingdom, but also, um, oh, I'm trying to remember the, I should have, I should have done from, like, the, my ranking of the intro performances, because, like, at this point, I totally forgot all of them, and... But I do remember that Stray Kids ranked first in that, and 80s actually ranked fifth 
which I thought was so interesting that they ranked fifth and then they were able to get to a place where they ranked first for for expert evaluation and self-evaluation and basically second overall with all the evaluations. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of improvement. I mean, spoiler alert to the second round of competition, but like from the, the like intro performance to first round to second round, like I'm already seeing so much improvement in all of the groups. And it's not even that they really had that much improving to do, but I mean, you always can do more and do better. And so I like that they're figuring out what makes a good performance and executing it in a really awesome way. Um, and this whole ranking thing is a little bit dumb, but like, it's also really just hard to do because like I said, they're all doing amazing. And so it's not like, oh yeah, these, this group was the worst. It's like, well, they were just not quite as good as the other groups. So it was pretty hard for me to do, but I really, I mean, it's a, it's a win for everyone because we all get to watch all of these amazing performances and even like the sixth place, fifth place, fourth place, like they're all just amazing performances and I'm really, really enjoying Kingdom so far and I can't wait until next week when I get to see if my vote really did anything. Um, because, well, we'll talk about the second round of competition next time because I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> but I think that's that's about it for this one. That was my discussion and my thoughts on the first round of competition of Kingdom Legendary War. I am so excited for everything that is to come and... Yeah, I'm going to talk more about it as it goes on because it's so, so fun for me to talk about because I'm loving it so, so much.